Ari Rosenbaum here with a new fun-filled episode of the After Morning Podcast. Uh, this week's topic, we're going to talk about how to make sure that 401k enrollment meetings aren't like funerals, uh, which is uh, a pet peeve of mine and something I've always expressed over time. But of course, first things first, go to that 401ksite.com, sign up for that 401k uh, national virtual conference. We're going to have it in January. Find the emails. You get some free admission in there. We've got a plan sponsor one in October. Feel free to be a part of it as a you know plan uh, provider sponsor or whatnot. Um, only costs about 500 bucks to be a part of it, but uh, again, uh, uh, check out the website for you know articles and stuff and whatnot. And uh, last week I wrote an article um, which is explaining how I'm like out of sorts. Was uh, last week? Uh, well, we can change ago. My son graduated high school. And, he started his new job at camp, and I had to drive him back and forth between New York and uh, Milford, Pennsylvania, about three times in the space of four days. About five-hour trips uh, back and forth. Um, and, you know, he had his prom, and I was the chauffeur for the prom, and being up at 4.30 in the morning to get them back from some post-graduation, uh, post uh, uh, post-prom event, and for those who bought him tickets, Jason did win a set of uh, Beats headphones, so I thank all of you for that, and then on Wednesday night, um, took Jason out to a Mets game, bought a few tickets for, you know, family and friends, and uh, as part of it, uh, we sit in the Hyundai Club, which, uh, of course, I always talk about the worst-kept secret of the Hyundai Club, uh, it's, you know, a, a sweet level experience without being in the suite. Uh, you share like a like a big suite with a whole bunch of folks and there's food and whatnot, uh, ice cream, all that kind of stuff, and it was a lot of fun. And more importantly, I was able to finagle a situation where Jason was able to meet his idol Gary Cohen, who's the play-by-play uh, -play for the Mets on TV, as well as Keith Hernandez in the booth. Uh, their pictures all over the place. Wrote an article about it, full circle, and, and how. My experience with my high school graduation, it was incumbent on me uh, to make sure that Jason had the perfect high school experience, you know, high school graduation experience. He did. Uh, so life is full circle. And uh, you can read that article on that 4 When I feel, you know, when I think about my high school graduation, how awful that was, now that experience has kind of been replaced with, you know, Seeing my son with a, with his idol Gary Cohen in the booth, and uh, Gary talking to Jason and congratulating him on his graduation, and you know getting the Regents diploma and all that kind of stuff. So, back to the topic at hand. Um, not a big fan of funerals. Don't know anybody that really is. Uh, I'll try to avoid a funeral at all costs. Um, better fan of the Shiva experience. For those who don't know, uh, Shiva is. Um, Mourning family in Jewish law, they sit uh, for seven days in mourning, except they don't sit on uh, Saturdays, on Shabbat. Um, you go to their house, you bring them food, you sit, you know, you feel badly for them. Those are better experiences than the funeral part of it. The sad part about funerals is I've seen funerals that have been livelier than most 401k enrollment meetings. Uh, and I've been in the retirement plan business this September will be 25 years, this September the 8th. And despite the technological breakthroughs, I still think that that is one of the uh, 
things that you know still remain the same from 25 years ago. Uh, yeah, you got some technology, and PowerPoint, that stuff that you didn't have 25 years ago, and computers and Zoom and all that kind of stuff. But I I see you know a, a lot of these meetings just really the same purpose. Uh, I mean, nothing's really changed, and you know I think one thing to understand is a lot of advisors and a lot of you know other plan providers they they forget the whole point of the full and enrollment means you know uh, i worked on a trustee director union plan and uh, the advisor the broker of record you know thought he was a superstar his bleach blonde hair he thought he was all that in a bag of chips well he was in the sense that he picked out the funds so the funds on a trustee directed basis did very very well when it comes to 401k enrollment meetings uh, participant directed 401k. Listen, uh, with all due respect to any advisor, uh, a chimpanzee and two trainees can pick a pretty decent fun lineup for a 401k plan. Uh, and of course, that's always my Star Trek 3 reference, which is, I still think, the most underrated Star Trek movie of all time. Uh, the whole purpose of these enrollment education meetings is to limit a plan sponsor's liability on the risk of 404c. No more, no less. Um, it isn't a, a type, you know, a, a situation where, you know, the advisor has to put themselves over, which is, of course, one of those wrestling terms that I use all the time. Uh, it's all about giving participants enough information to make informed investment decisions. And, you know, plan sponsor will be held from liability as long as, you know, the plan participant gets enough information to make informed investment decisions. And obviously, if you're an advisor and you're very good at educating participants uh, and, and putting them in a situation where they're going to fare better with their investments, well, you look better in the eyes of the plan sponsor. Um, next, it's all about getting them involved. And uh, I was a college Republican. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for that. Uh, still a little right of center. But I was college Republican president. The college Republican president at Stony Brook before me was a guy by the name of Ron Nearing. I met Ron Nearing September 27th, 1990. I remember that day very, very well because Ron Nearing... Uh, taught me more about things than most law school professors ever did. Uh, I got more of an education of working with Ron Neering. You Google him. He's Ted Cruz's spokesperson in 2016. He was, for a time, uh, a talking head on MSNBC and Al Jazeera America, which apparently still is a channel. But what I met, and I met Ron at a literature table uh, at the Center for Union. And, you know, they were engaging and they were interesting, and I got involved. And that is really one of the simplest lessons I've learned from Ron. I've learned a lot of marketing lessons that, you know, I, I, I didn't get involved in politics because of, you know, his career because I saw what happened to him and how much he had to struggle to achieve what he achieved. But uh, he basically said that the goal of any organization is to, you know, recruiting new members is getting them involved from day one. And again... Uh, they were very good at engaging with me. I met them at first meeting. Uh, met a congressional candidate who got crushed in the election. Uh, Frank Creighton was a decent man who should have been a congressman, but it's a whole other story. And they got me involved from the very, very get-go. And, you know, when I became uh, a junior, I, I was president of the College of Republicans. But uh, that's different from the time where, you know, again, before I met Ron at the College of Republican, you know, literature table, uh, a whole month had lapsed uh, for my freshman year, and uh, 
the first weekend uh, before school started, uh, Hillel, which is the Jewish student organization, was going to have a barbecue. And, uh, you know, uh, I grew up in day school. I, I went to synagogue regularly. So it was a no-brainer that I was going to go join Hillel. You know, they have services on the weekends. You know, you have these mixers, events. And, uh, you know, I thought it was going to be important. And, and, of course, I was. I met some people. They were running late. And I'm like, you know, we're running late. We're going to have an issue with the food and all that stuff. I think we arrived 15 minutes late. And... Uh, so a whole bunch of people eating food at the barbecue, and uh, they didn't look Jewish. <laughs> they were, you know, Asian. They were African-American. They were not going to be Hillel members. And I hate to, you know, stereotype, but chances are uh, if you're Asian-American, you're not going to be Jewish. Uh, I mean, maybe I'll get canceled for that, but that, that's a fact. And same thing with African-Americans. Yes, I know quite a few African-Americans who are Jewish. But they're predominantly not. So uh, I get a stale, they run out of food, they run out of the hamburgers and hot dogs. I get like a stale bagel from Rabbi Topek. Um, and needless to say, I never got involved with Halal. It's one thing after another. And, you know, uh, uh, talking about schools, I work uh, as a 360 administrator on the ERISA 403B plan. Um, we had an advisor on the plan, started the same time as I did, about nine years ago. Uh, the advisor uh, can show through, you know, the enrollment meetings at all the different locations for the school that, uh, you know, he has numbers that show that people are participating at a greater rate than before when he arrived. So he has the ability to show that his enrollment meetings and education meetings have led to more active participation from plan participants. Now, this isn't a plan that has automatic enrollment. We don't have it. No need for it, in my opinion. When, when you're a 403B plan, you have the universal availability requirement. So, again, the advisor can show a metric. Listen, uh, before I started with this plan, the participation rate was this, and this is, was the deferral rate for the NHCs. And he can show metrics that, you know, under, you know, coincidentally, not coincidentally, in my opinion, uh, thanks to his work, he you know, is able to show growth uh, in the plan. And I think it's important to play to the audience. Um, I, you know, uh, when I write my articles, you know, I, I'm better si situated writing articles where, you know, it talks to plan participants, uh, financial advisors, plan providers, in a language that people can understand. I don't, I don't think if you ask me tomorrow to write a, a legal treatise that I would, have the knowledge to do that anymore. Uh, my writing, you know, is shaped by, you know, I was a Stony Brook statesman uh, managing editor, and uh, I knew how to write and write succinctly uh, and write quick. And um, it's important to speak to a language that your audience will understand. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of people do. Um, I worked at a union law firm for about a year absolutely hated it. I worked for an ERISA attorney who was brilliant. She was very, very brilliant. Um, but the way she talked, the way she wrote, was at a level that the clients could never understand. And I, I don't know if that's... Uh, I don't know the reason behind that. Uh, do you think that justifies your fee? You know, my biggest problem with her was, I remember we had a client 
um, climb very close and dear to my heart uh, when it came to uh, electrical work. And, uh, you know, she did a plan amendment, which I don't think she had any right to charge the client 30 grand for. And the reason I don't think she had any right to charge a client 30 grand was because the, this was an amendment required by the actuaries to fix mistakes in the plan through ne since 1976. So if we had the plan as the ERISA attorneys for about a dozen years, I don't think you have the right to charge 30 grand for a, for, for a plan amendment. I mean, that's how I see things. But she wrote in a language that I think very few people can understand. Um, that's not me. Uh, we were not a good fit. Uh, I like to take things ahead of time. I like to go to sleep, but, you know, these days... You know, the days of staying up later or no more. I like to go to sleep now. You know, in the old days when I started my practice in 2010 on my own, I'd, I'd work at 1, 2 in the morning. That's when I got the best work done. Now I go to sleep around 10 o'clock, 1030. Uh, I get up at 6 nowadays. So, you know, I, the ideas of going to sleep and waking up and after five hours sleep, that doesn't really work for me anymore. Um and again, the reason I had any success on my own is because I write in a language that people can understand. And I think that that's important for advisor to understand is when they're going to do their presentation, uh, this isn't time for, uh, you know, an economics class. Uh, it's really easy to speak, uh, take, you know, important investment basics and break it down into a language that most rank-and-file employees can understand. You're not talking down to them. Uh, you're talking at a level that they could understand. The worst thing you can do is cause confusion for planned participants. Uh, you break things down. Uh, a spoonful of sugar will make the medicine go down. I believe that that was from Mary Poppins, and that's something that I believe in. You can, you know, take very difficult concepts. And, again, that's helped my practice. Uh, I can't be like, what's her name, and... I don't need to charge $30,000 for a uh, plan amendment, and I don't need to justify it by speaking in ERISA ease. So how, you know, if I was an advisor, how would I uh, liven up enrollment meeting? Listen, here's some of my ideas, and I'm going to throw it out there. Feel free to steal because I'm not an advisor, and, uh, you know, we're not in competition. Uh, number one, buy a couple gift cards, raffle them off. Um, you know, I talk about a $25 gift card, you know, maybe get a couple people like free stuff. And if they know they can win something by attending, they will. Of course, Career 2.0 allowed the plan sponsors to do this. Uh, we have the contingent benefit rule that said that we cannot, aside from matching contributions, we cannot condition anything on people participating or not participating in a 401k plan. Uh, we can use the minimus you know, kind of teases to get people involved. Um, you know, raffling off a gift card at Amazon or local restaurant is, is, is okay. I mean, if you're an advisor, you want to save a couple of shekels and you're a Costco member, you can buy some gift cards for, you know, 80 cents on the dollar instead of 100 cents on the dollar. That was my, uh, Costco was, until recently, was the best way to get Fanatics gift cards. So I buy a lot of stuff on Fanatics you get Fanatics gift cards, you know, 80, 80, uh, on 80 cents on the dollar. So your $100 gift cards, you know, only cost 80 bucks. Go to Costco, pick up some gift cards, raffle them off. Obviously, raffle them off at the end of the meeting. Take an attendance list. Um, people like free stuff. Uh, you know, that's how I see it. Uh, number two, 
again, presentations have to be clear and crisp. Less is more. Less slides, the better. Um, always give out handouts if you can. Um, it's a great way to memorialize what you said uh, by slides that, you know, hit the key points um, and, and cover really what the basics are. So, you know, it's a great free reminder and kind of like a memento of the meeting. You know, they have you, they have your information. That's a great thing to have. Um, and it's just to me that's better than a business card, in my opinion. Next, uh, add humor and cultural references. Um, you know, I always goof on uh, Lois, who was the managing attorney of my old law firm. She couldn't stand me. It was always the, uh, I always felt like, uh, there's a reason why I, one Halloween, I bought an Al Chervik costume from Caddyshack. Um, and why it's, that movie always cracks me up. Uh, she could not stand me. She was like Judge Smells. Could not stand me. Uh, I added humor into things, and uh, she just didn't appreciate to it. But uh, she wouldn't know good marketing if it was standing right behind her. Adding humor and cultural references to me goes a long way. Uh, it keeps things interesting. It you know breaks things down easier. Uh, and again, you know. People don't read my articles because, you know, I'm handsome. They do it because they're entertained. Uh, they're widely read because, you know, the humor and the cultural references go a long way. I mean, you know, people talk about the articles. But they'll, they'll love the points that I make and then the cultural illusions. And cultural illusions, I mean, to me, that's a, a big deal. I had a friend of mine in college, his, his grandmother and her second husband uh, wrote a whole bunch of books about cultural illusions. So... Um, you know, Sylvia Cole, uh, Sylvia Cole last, that's, uh, that's where I kind of think of anytime I, I write something about, you know, cultural aspects or history, uh, big fan of business history, business flops, movies, all that kind of stuff. And that kind of stuff I think engages people. Um, you know, right now I'd say do an Indiana Jones reference, but based on the box office results that might go over some people's head. You know, again, it's got to be broken down uh, in a language that they can understand. Uh, it's got to be in English, non Arisa ease. Uh, less is more. Uh, you could say a lot more in a lot less words. I think it's important to keep it short. Uh, people don't want to be held hostage. There's no point in a two-hour enrollment meeting. Nothing you can say, will, or do can justify two hours' work. Two hours worth of a plan participant's time. Uh, obviously, the client, the plan sponsor, won't appreciate you uh, taking so much time. It's really, you know, for a lunch break type situation. So, again, less is more. Uh, again, offer investment advice. That's how I see it. Uh, everybody's got a different take in life. Uh, I worked at a law firm. We had an investment advisor, the one I didn't recommend who got hired. She offered one-on-ones. You know, my situation when I was, you know, 38 at the firm, a little bit different than a 65-year-old partner. Um, everybody's got a different situation in life, and investment advice is obviously going to give plan participants more information on how to better uh, their retirement outcome. Uh, here's a suggestion. Free food, in my opinion, goes a long way. Uh, snacks and soft drinks may help. 
Uh, I'm not uh, telling you to have the event catered by Peter Luger uh, or uh, Morton's. A um, couple snacks here and there won't kill you. Uh, again, go to Costco, buy a whole bunch of bags of, you know, Frito-Lay favorites. Don't get the spicy kind. I think that might go, uh, might go terribly wrong after the enrollment meeting. That's my, my sense. And uh, last but not least, consider promoting it yourself. You know, plant sponsors really love to postpone enrollment meetings and do as little promotion for these meetings as they can because they don't want people to attend. They really want people to work. Uh, a lot of plant sponsors just don't see the benefit to 401k plans as they do as, you know, free gym membership or the reimbursement on the gym and all that kind of stuff. So it may be a good idea to get the email list from your plan sponsor client and hawk the information yourself to get them to attend. Constant contact is one of my favorite tools ever since I started my own practice. It goes a long way in contacting people. Uh, you have them in that database, so you can always irritate them with emails on stuff that has nothing to do with the 401k plan at stake. And you now quite possibly you get them on clients uh, aside from the 401k plan. You know, uh, uh, state planning and all that kind of stuff. And you never know. It may lead to referrals here and there. Uh, but, uh, again, those are my suggestions. Um, you know, you got to think outside the box. What, you know, what is everybody else doing? And what can I do to differentiate myself? And there are just like eight suggestions right off the bat. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of that 4 k podcast. Hopefully I get to another week. Summer is kind of like my downtime. Uh, which I don't enjoy because it's a downtime. And um, I did pick up a new pair of golf clubs. Well, I ordered, uh, I got the woods, the irons I'm still waiting on, Callaway Paradigm. So hopefully I get to play it uh, this summer. So anyway, hope you enjoy this episode. Tune in next week and go to that 4 for further information on all events. And that article, Full Circle, one of my favorite articles that I've written, kind of completes... You know, it's it righted or wrong, and it talks about, you know, stuff that has nothing to do with 401k plans, but hope you uh, get interested by that. So, again, thanks. Hope you guys tune in next week. Thanks a lot. Bye.